Hi, this is Claire and The Art of Life. And in this podcast, I'm going to speak to courage, um, a, a really important subject in our times, I think, because a lot of the distortion and uh, manipulation of what's happening in the world right now, um, a lot of what we've been conditioned into believing is reality and um, the priorities of our values, in inverted commas, and our um, purpose. We've been deeply conditioned into believing that courage is this thing that like this play that we act this kind of behavior that is in fact what what we're talking of is courage is is a form of puppetry a form of acting out a part which doesn't actually relate to what the real purpose of courage is the real alignment of bravery and acting in right action so I want to speak a little about that about how our coming back into courage is a holistic full body experience and how um, it can be very distracting if we're looking for clues about courage and um, sort of ways of being courageous by looking outside of ourselves <clears throat> and um, the, in my understanding of courage, core, heart, core in French or something similar to that, um, the, the quality of the heart, the, the vitality of the heart, courage, coraggio is immediately suggesting that something of feeling and the the acting on feeling and knowing through our feeling knowing through our sentience what is right and being <clears throat> immediately drawn um in a way that we can't resist to t acting in a certain way <clears throat> Excuse me. So the the thing that I find, um, I know that we have a, a lot of entanglement in this day and age, a lot of entanglement entanglement around what's right, what's wrong, what's true, what isn't true, what we should be doing, what we shouldn't be doing, um, what we are actually participating in and what we think we're participating in and what we don't know we're participating in. <clears throat> how much evil is there really in the world and how much of it is down to us, the way we're behaving, and so on. So the the very concept, courage as a con as a concept, is can be very complicated. There might already be a big old entanglement of shoulds and shouldn'ts and and how to and the impossibility of being courageous. <clears throat> so I want to bring it back to to what really comes from our heart and what we know in our feeling is right and how we can methodically move more into that. Um, my courageousness has had various peaks and troughs in my lifetime but I'm fairly well known as a courageous person in terms of having thrown myself into what I really want and what I really believe in, what I really know is right, as opposed to settling and holding back and not doing what I want and feeling that I have to take an option because it's being offered to me or, or even because it's being pushed on me, that I should accept it because I'm because it's being pushed on me. Um, I've made a few choices in my life where I have been coerced into the choice and I've almost almost always invariably felt how wrong that is and how it doesn't suit me and have 
have stepped back and made a different choice soon after. And that is part of courage, I feel, like knowing that this doesn't feel right, not waiting for 40 years in a, a job that I don't love, um, not accepting the claustrophobia of living in a house that I don't want to live in, not accepting the limitations of humanity or culture or how the art world is set up. Um, I've heard a lot of people talk about courage as uh, as something that isn't it isn't to do with having some great force come through us that that just overrides the fear. It's absolutely being in the discomfort, the fear, the distaste of what we know isn't good, and and stepping clean out of it and clean towards what we know is good and what we do love and what we do want. And yeah, again, the the I was just listening to a beautiful podcast about indigenous African bush culture and the how the the philosophy, the the life belief, the the truth and nature of that culture, although one can't really call it culture, um that the nature of that beingness of those incredible living men and women is such that they don't recognize individuality and there's a collective collaborative um presumption in all things all decision making all group activity all decisions being for the collective for the tribe and i was thinking on that and thinking how that is often manipulated as a modern concept a detached cerebral concept when a very necessary and courageous reality in this time in this very time is that we must separate ourselves from the collective when the collective is veering towards self-destruction that's just very very necessary <laughs> otherwise we're going to be you know the sheep all piling off the cliff or the bison being ch chased off the cliff so the again the a, a, a lot of spiritual modern spiritual again in inverted commas concepts have have been around this idea that we should serve the whole to our own detriment and not have uh even not even have a, a unique viewpoint or a unique purpose or plan that we should give to those in need before taking anything for ourselves and and I do feel that that's another one of these things that has got really tangled up in the idea of courage and doing what's right and it's particularly being manipulated in the current agenda the current pharmaceutical enslavement agenda where the virtual virtue sig signaling is seen as a which in fact is a form of self-sacrifice is seen as valuable in the collective that the collective is pushing for that and anyone standing out on their own and speaking about anything that isn't the mainstream narrative <clears throat> that isolated figure is seen as dangerous or corrupt or inherently wrong because it isn't in the mainstream, just because it isn't saying what the mainstream is saying. And correct is, and, and right and brave is seen as whatever is going along with the, the not just the mainstream, but the collective manipulated conscious um highway <laughs> trundling down the highway together there um <clears throat> so again like the the courage to even begin being courageous is quite a, a minefield a swamp and that has to be drained that has to be like we have to look at what it is that we're attached to as fixed what do we believe that takes us away from what we really know or can know or need to know 
Um, and yeah, I've been I've been noticing um, in my own physical reality what I get up and do each day, what I know is a priority, how much wood I have to chop, what I want to do in the garden, what I want to do in the house, how I take care of my animals, myself, my own body and mind and spirit. I've been really noticing that um, as I slow down and find a more natural rhythm and prioritise different things like not being on the internet all day, every day, um, not taking in anything from mainstream, nothing, because it's nonsense, pure mints, pure mints for melting your brain. Um, as I slow down, I'm able to much better differentiate between what's real and what isn't real, what's controversy and what's actually right and wrong. In all of this, there's there's a courageousness to hold true, to hold a central path, to hold the line, to be centred within myself. And there's also courage to to be able to look at what is really wrong, what's really going on out there. Um, and and all of this, it's quite quite difficult to get one's head around. Like a lot of these subjects I'm talking to, I'm, I'm talking to them from both both from my own calling and need to express and express about big ideas and keep myself expanding and larger but also f from like to as remedy for the smaller and tighter and um more inverted norms that are are being spouted as reality um alongside the conventional belief that that is the only choice, like it's just going to happen and there's nothing we can do about it and nothing will ever change. Those ideas are firmly linked in death cult, in the concept of things being fixed and firm and still and unliving, whereas the, the courage to actually live, to breathe, to move freely, to expose oneself out in the world to nature, to be in nature, to be intimately symbiotic in nature, that really does involve, it involves separation. It involves having to be profoundly self-sustaining self um, and also exposing oneself in ways that are that are not beautiful and getting a nice suntan from being exposed to the sun or um, feeling grass or sand on our skin or water and submerging ourselves and being cleansed and energised and stimulated and calmed. Exposing ourselves by being real and talking about real things also means this exposure to the world's psychosis and shit and the projections that the world has been, that we've been holding each other in, that we've been collectively holding each other in. There will always be um, speakers for the dark side who, blessed in their ignorance, think that they're shedding light on something when in fact they're, they're dumping shit on it. <laughs> and they think that they're expressing free thinking and um, free mind when really they're they're trying to close a conversation down and interrupt the expression of another and give them less space like limit the space and distract the person's attention um yeah uh, the internet can be an, an incredible uh, place for arena for playing out that drama and it takes a certain mastery to be able to um, lovingly, playfully bat that projectile back to the other side. Um, so yeah, coming down into the practical and the everyday and, and, and what we have to deal with. I've had such a physical kind of blossoming in the last month where I had a sudden call to go down the gardens, um, gardens of an ex-partner from over a decade 
ago when I first came to Italy, whose beautiful gardens have gone to rack and ruin in the last 10 years um, since I stopped working on them and since he lost interest in the town here altogether and his, stays in his city house. Um, he graciously gave me a key <clears throat> so that I wouldn't have to climb over the wall at the bottom and sneak up through his garden and steal his oranges so that I could do it in a more symbiotic way of just opening the gate and going in. And I agreed in turn to do some maintenance for him um, and just make myself useful. And I'd lost heart with that because he had totally lost interest in coming up at all and wasn't doing any maintenance work or, or paying anyone to do any of the heavy work. And I, I don't have access to the tools um, and I don't want to do strimming and uh, big heavy work of of lifting rubbish off the land that's been dumped there or anything like that. But um, I, I've been doing a lot of energetic work in the last two years, as many of us have been doing, just keeping sane. And I had this call around um, just needing to be in nature, wanting to be in nature. I've been planning and hoping to sell my beautiful art house in the medieval quarter in Guardia San Framondi and move out to the country somewhere, maybe in Italy, maybe somewhere else, where the climate is easier than where I grew up and where I can not be immersed in the psychosis of the collective or receive any shrapnel um, from the, the war that's going on in people's psyche. And the, the physical aspect of that, of wanting to do that, it scares me. It scares me a lot. Um, the psychological aspect of being far from other people scares me a lot. Um, and the courage isn't, <clears throat> isn't in, in just saying, fuck, fuck the fear, I'll just do it anyway. <clears throat> it's a much more complex process of unfoldment and willingness to take the first step. And I think really that, that sums up courage of knowing what do I ultimately want. I don't want to be in a, inside for the more major part of every day and not touching nature. I do live in a very natural house. Like this is one about as natural as you can get for a house with its medieval pavements and its geo geothermal ambience and its its beautiful natural wood and an old originality. The marvel the 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 way it was constructed in a in a very easy intelligent natural way but I still don't want to be inside a house all day long and I really want to be spending if not the majority of my time my waking hours but certainly at least half a day every day I want to be outside in nature in clean wild nature that's where I want to be and I've been really torn about that. I've been going back and forth and thinking, how was it I managed to th throw myself this direction so easily and land in Italy and make myself comfortable and and find my a stable home? Um, and now that I'm here, I can't move on from that. Like, what what is it that's like stagnant in me? And that again, coming back to courage, the movement of the heart, the pulse of the heart, the the energy being charged up by the heart. Um, the heart is not a pump. Uh, go and look into that. Um, the heart is an activator for not just the blood, but the energy of the body. And, and as such, it holds a particular kind of wisdom and a particular embodied knowing, a core, core, core knowing. So getting back to courage, to me, this calling I had to go down to the gardens recently is absolutely to do with the first step towards full immersion in nature, in the wild, where I really want to move to. It's not going to come by itself. I have to act as if I want it. And as a friend of mine was saying about, you know, what do we really do in these times where all the systems are crumbling, all that we 
respected as authority previously, whether we liked it or, or whether we were reluctantly contributing, is crumbling and falling. And the new leaders are stepping into their rightful places as people who actually know about health, people who actually know about natural structures of power, people who actually know about how to take care of other people, um, living men and women who have this incredible heart-centred, courageous um, willingness to expose themselves in a, in a powerful, rooted, righteous way that others will see the light, see the truth and not be participating in this fucking shit show that is currently coming to a head on a global scale. Um, yeah, it's really hard to know, like, what am I meant to be doing here? What what direction should I be going in? Where should I be moving to? Where's a community? Where can I meet other people who think like me? How can I not be isolated? And for all of those things, there's really good reasons, I feel, I know, I know in my heart and in my whole being, I know that there's really good reasons why... We are just moving my, I've got a big duvet around my belly to keep me warm because it's a bit chilly in the back rooms and behind my studio. Um, we get stuck in asking the question and we, we can get stuck in asking the question, what am I meant to be doing? Where am I meant to be? How do we resolve this? Instead of being centred, and together enough to simply take a step in that right direction. Um, when, when we're so scattered and, and outside of our heart and outside of ourselves and looking for solutions on the outside or looking for cerebral solutions or trying to latch onto something, grasp onto something, um, anything... <laughs> that's when we get manipulated that's when we get into the distortion because distortion distortion by its nature pulls on anything that is off balance will pull on something that has the capacity to be pulled it's the natural fit for that dynamic for that thing is the tyranny will latch onto a weak mind or a weak body and the pharmaceutical medicine will attach to a person a, a living man or woman who doesn't know that they can heal themselves or that they can heal themselves gently through natural naturopathy through homeopathy through natural gentle uh, symbiotic ways um, when we're outside of ourself outside of our heart and not being courageous or heart-centered or in our core in our pelvis it's natural it's unfortunately natural that something will come along and and grasp that and I'm starting to feel as I vibrate higher as I become more centered as I become more embodied and more able to work instinctively intuitively and wholly I sense that this is what the gift is of the distortion, of the agenda, of the darkness. It's to reflect to us, make it clearer to us what isn't right and that we are going in the wrong direction or that we are distorted, as it were. Again, all of these words are very relative. I'm talking about the black and the white of the thing, the right and the wrong, because that helps us differentiate between right and wrong, the light and the dark. We need a balance. We need both. We need to a certain amount of distortion to help us recognise where the centre is. We can't just be birthed into the world in the centre and live for our whole lives in our centre and in our heart. We have to be knocked out of it to appreciate what it is, to know what it is, to be able to actually use it well. Because if we're not in the physical, we're just this lovely, mushy mess of consciousness floating about in the ether. If we're not solidly firm in our body we we couldn't know 
to this extent what this density of consciousness is and we couldn't connect it with the higher consciousness um so again just before i get too esoteric here <laughs> just coming back to the solidity of what courage is this is what's been so exciting for me in the last month recognizing that courage is really it's not something cerebral in the future beyond ourselves better than we are now the courage is working with exactly where we are now exactly with exactly what we have in us with precisely what we're feeling all the mushy messy muddy horror of it at times all the discomfort of it all the pain of it all the tension and fear of it and still navigating forward in the right direction. Um, it's that simple, and yet how complicated is it to get to that when we're expected to wake at an hour when our body isn't ready to wake and pushing ourselves in a direction that our mind insists that we go and that our body actually would like to go somewhere else entirely. We're literally walking away. Our mind is walking away from our body there. And we're walking away from our heart. We're walking away from our courage. Um, clinging on to the old ways and insisting that, that, but, but this is how it is. And this is what people will always have to do. Um, having the courage and the heart to walk away from that and say, actually, I know that this can be better. I know that it shouldn't be like this and that it should be beautiful and that we can make it beautiful. Knowing that we can create something better and making a step from the heart towards that, from the core towards that, instead of pulling back being harvested by things that are not us, being distracted, being dissipated, being held down, using the mantras and the dream spell every single day to, to not make a, a step towards what we love and what we know is right and to not step into our dream. Um, residing in the chaos instead of knowing that our true nature is absolutely something much simpler, much more beautiful, much more easy, much more harmonious and symbiotic. Um, yeah, lots of people have asked me throughout my life, what, what is courage? And, and like, I could never be courageous. I can never do what you've done. And yet it, it's kind of a, a really, um, that's a dream spell in itself that's a fantasy in itself it's a fantasy that every time a person says I can't, I can't, I can't they don't instead of saying I can or I might be able to or why don't I see what it's like or why don't I just take the first step I am much less likely to end up in a small holding in the countryside where I really want to be and raising a family and enjoying clean water from a burn at the a wee stream at the side of the house. I'm much less likely to be there if I, if I don't step out, strengthen my body, mind and my spirit, act like I'm going in that direction, do the practice, move towards it and start subsisting where I am now so that I'll be much easier able to subsist where, I, where I'm going. Learn the art of the wood, learn the art of soil making, soil growing, learn the art of symbiosis with all the elements and cleaning a space, healing trees, um, taking care of a big bit of land. You know, learn it by doing it. You know, I've been I've been looking at Sergio's garden and thinking it's a bloody mess and it's been neglected and that makes me that 
upsets me. It upsets me that somebody doesn't know what treasure they have and I don't have a garden and they've got a garden. It's not fair and they're just shitting on it and leaving rubbish lying about the place and leaving it so that then other people think, oh, well, because there's rubbish on that land, I'll go and dump some rubbish on it and so on and so forth and, and just never getting to the point of enjoying it because they're not doing the work and enjoying the work. Um, it just put me off it entirely, put me off it absolutely. And I've sat in that for all these months and years even, I've had the keys for quite a while until um, I felt a calling and the calling does come from the heart. The calling comes from the pelvis, the heart, the core, the spine, the stomach, the centre of being. Um, it definitely doesn't come from the mind like, you should go and fix that garden up. The whole garden, the whole thing, you should just go and fix it all up. Um, it didn't come from there. It came from just the intuition of like, I want to be outside. I want to be outside. I'm going to go and chop some wood in the neighbor's garden. And then from there, like I finished chopping wood in the garden. What else can I do? Oh, I'll go in the other neighbor's garden and tidy up their rosemary hedge. Oh, now, logically from there, I'll go into Sergio's garden and just see what's growing just now. See if there's some green leaves. And it's it's the courage all the time, the heart-centred movement all the time that's going to that, that's pushing me to do that. <clears throat> and it's not that everyone's got the same setup as me, but it doesn't mean that I'm somehow magically blessed out of nowhere. I'm blessed because I make myself be blessed, because I do the work, because I go out there and interact with people and I make friends and I pursue and maintain friendships and keep see naturally see what's missing like the maintenance is missing the presence is missing the love and care is missing I'll go and do that here here and here because nobody else is doing it and because I can and because I have the the knowledge and so on um and that acting on what I really need and want I mean I'm talking on quite a small scale here but it does scale up because just as inversely, if you don't start walking towards your dream, you, you will literally never get there. Equally, if you do one small step every day, within 20 years, you will not, instead of having a really um, gnarly chip in your shoulder about how the world, ha the universe hasn't provided you with a garden or a small holding, I might be in that position if I wasn't willing to do the work and, and just go out there and engage with it and get over the fact that this this garden doesn't belong to me. I have the keys for it. The guy's abandoned it. The work needs doing. The trees were starting to die because they're getting overgrown by the jungle again. It just needs doing. And it's not just a big horrible labour of this impossible garden, which actually is exactly how I was looking at it before when I was looking at the owner's perspective on it and sitting standing with him looking at this impossible task and this huge work this um labor that's going to be horrible and sweaty and painful in my limbs um I've been so thriving in just being there just listening to the birds just feeling the sun on my skin just pruning the trees because they need pruned just getting them into a beautiful form that if they're left to nature, yes, they will be a lovely, big, wild, natural jungle and the birds will love it and the insects will love it and so on. But as it's a garden along a wee street where people live and the other gardens around it are slowly, slowly being maintained and tidied up, making it into a beautiful space that's symbiotic with us, nature still gets to use it. I get to use it. It's tidied up. There's not just big piles of cat shit everywhere and big piles of, I don't know, dead birds, dead wood, mouldy jungle mess, <laughs> vines that are strangling trees and all of that nonsense. Ivy that's all the way up bringing a pine tree down. The, just the, the fact of going in and just interacting with it each day and enjoying the work that work then impacts on my body and my being and then my being radiates out into the world profound things it radiates out wisdom knowing truth light beauty 
wellness, um, vitality, um, enthusiasm for life. Um, there is, again, there is an art of life to this, to when we think we have nothing and yet we're surrounded, surrounded by resources, opportunities, things that need improving that we, that we can do and, and we can contribute to. It might be on one level that um, I don't have a conventional wage. Um, I don't have a partita IVA anymore. I'm not linked into a system that will support me when things get difficult. Um, but what I am building that won't go away is my relationship with nature, my capacity to work with and for nature, my capacity to make a space beautiful and magical, like genuinely magical, um, and my capacity to immerse myself fully in the elements which in turn feed back into my activated mind, body, spirit, my activated heart, my activated body. Um, and just, yeah, just on that point, um, I have felt a lot of pain in my heart in the last two years in particular, but really for about at least five or six years, I've been feeling um, sometimes palpitations, but sometimes really sharp pains in my chest. And I know it is to do with anxiety and difficulty in relationship with all things, with um, the the tightening grasp that the system had on me until I started to step out of the system altogether. The my increasing discomfort with transactional contability, like everything being counted and measured in artificial ways and not being able to just move symbiotically in and around and up and down and <laughs> where I want to each day and not being able to spend large amounts of time outside. And all of that leading to feeling fairly weighed down and depressed, not significantly depressed like depression, but definitely pressed down. Um, and definitely like my heart was slowing down and and might even stop at some point because it's not being activated by my breath and my movement and my love for what I'm doing and my engagement in a heart-centered way in what I'm doing I was so fixed on this idea of I do not have a garden and I really want to be living outside and working outside and enjoying this dynamic relationship with the elements and with nature. So again, the heart, the the core, the core, um, there's something there that's waking up in me that I don't have heart pains, I don't have palpitations anymore. I'm just starting to recognise the depth of breath that comes with being deeply in nature and and like swimming in it swimming in the elements just in it not not having a, a job dictated to me by the the real owner of the house the garden simply immersing myself each day in what wants to be done which is like professional pottering professional fixing of things just putting things in order taking down rotten things lopping off limbs that are all entangled bringing the form of the tree out so that it can be fresh and clean and produce good fruit and olives and nuts and berries and oranges and lemons um, and creating a space that not just me, not just the owner of the house, my guests occasionally and just folk who are wandering by can just looking through the gate or looking from the wee terrazzo, a little terrace that's nearby that used to look <laughs> a view <laughs> of bushes here uh, a view of the trees just a wall of trees now there's a view you can see down through all the different levels and all the beautiful shapes of the trees the olives are just so so beautiful and you can see down into the landscape down to the other side and the church and it's just absolutely gorgeous and 
and that's a gift, a gift to everyone, a gift to everything, uh, a gift to the nature too, which without that intervention would have started descending. Um, the, the multiple aspects of being so deeply immersed in something in a natural way, in the right way, in the heart-centred way, in a generous and giving and receiving way, uh, means that that model, that blueprint, if you like, to make it something really like transactional, can be repeated, can radiate out in the world or even be copied in the world because I'm living the way I want to live. And the conventional mainstream idea of that might be that a person, uh, uh, a person who just did what they wanted to would make a mess in the world. But yeah, that would be a distorted aspect of somebody with too much ego selfishly grasping what is theirs and wrestling with the world in a, in a non-symbiotic way. But there most definitely is the potential when we work from the heart and, and aligned and centred and balanced, able to move fluidly uh, from one aspect to another and into the different activities of the day and out of them, the beautiful symbiosis of, of simply doing what is called by our heart, what is called by the moment, what is called by the elements, by the season, by the warmth of the day, the sun drawing us outside, the darkness pushing us back into the home and the coldness pushing us into bed or down by the fire. The, the, the indigenous beauty of that spontaneous going where you just are going and not needing any agency or structure or external manipulation or coercion or interference with that or surveillance or <laughs> whatever. Um, that it really is the solution. It really is the solution. Um, so, Yeah, I had a really bad accident as well in the garden, which did make me think, oh my goodness, what am I even doing? You know, like, what have I done? I've broken a branch. The branch has broken me. The ground has broken me. Landed on a big hard wire that was along one side of the piece of land I was working on. It was quite a height, steep, very steep part. Um, and I was sawing another branch and thinking, mm, that branch I'm standing on, I wonder if I can put both feet in that. Oops, it really caught me by surprise. I've got phenomenal bruising. Like It's really something to see. I've never seen such colourful bruises on my own body. And um, I'm just nursing them and taking my homeopathic arnica, a uh, higher dose than I would usually take. Um, but I just, you know, this is like a little addendum to this story podcast. Um... It, it really, the accident really knocked me like a fairly invigorating gift. It really knocked me into my senses and also like stimulated me in a way that, that felt like something positive. It, it was sore, but it wasn't bad sore. And again, I'm not, I'm not talking about perversely enjoying pain. Um, but I genuinely felt that it was a good slap by the tree and the ground and all the sharp twigs that were under me and the bit of wire. It was a good old wake-up call, a call to my core. Not not just a, I'm not in passive relationship with the garden. I'm not a passive master of it. The garden is speaking to me and I'm listening. And... I sat and cried. I cried for at least 20 minutes because it was a shock because it hurt immediately. You know, the immediate hurt of it linked to the shock and also the surprise of I was trying to chop the tree in a certain way 
and the tree decided that it wanted to <laughs> it wanted to give its branch in a completely different way and so now that it's a different shape now I was upset about that I was so wanting to dictate the shape of the tree and the tree was just reminding me that the tree will dictate the shape of the tree and something really woke in me through that um if i would if i kept in a a limited um scarcity way of thinking i would have been stuck in oh i'm a bad person i broke the branch that i shouldn't have broken um i'm being aggressive with nature i'm being too aggressive chopping them back too much um the tree's punishing me god's punishing me some big force up there some mysterious force nature is punishing me i'm a bad person um i'm doing something wrong um but again the beauty of of working with courage and heart and wholeness and in symbiosis and in gift in generosity with the world with the elements is that it's not that one cannot do anything wrong but in a sense there's a rightness about everything that we're doing and again and i know that that just opens up up a huge subject of what's really right and wrong where the ego enters into it how much do we interfere in nature what is our true purpose and so on but this is part of what courage is to me like part of what really living in the heart is being able to say the truth and express the truth fully not just through cerebral thinking and saying but through full bodied like what am i here for what is calling me and what is it telling me <laughs> it's calling me and i'm there now what am i going to do whatever i'm doing it wants to keep being more and more right and the tree reminded me the tree giving of its branch like that and breaking its branch and me crashing on the floor and the bruises that are a very visible reminder and the five days later it's still really like there's a bruise big black bruise this big like really dark purpley greeny black and amazing rainbow stripes under on top of my ribs and under my ribs and on my bum like really dark purple and red and yellow and like it's really quite a quite a spectacle it feels like i've been painted on what I'm being told by that, even those individual marks are really significant. They're speaking through me. They're telling me something. They're they're confirming my vitality and my vital relationship with the garden, with the nature, with the tree, the specific tree, with the tr the things underneath the tree. They're we are communing. We are communing through heart, through root through rootedness, through rootedness in the moment, through being fully present and fully aware and conscious, we're, we're doing something significant. So, yeah, the courage might be this thing that is, like many things in life, has been sort of elevated to a particular pedestal and it seems to be something that's far away from us and up there and, you know, like a celebrity on a stage, like a, a future version of ourselves up there. One day when I'm courageous, I will do this, which we know we will never do. But really the courage is is really a very different thing to that. It's really about presence and being in this moment and being able to navigate from exactly where we are to the next step, which is just from here. The step is always we are the step. The step isn't something in the future. The step is us in this moment moving forward. That's all. And it's never a step bigger than we can make. It's never something that's impossible for us to traverse. It's never, it's never a thousand steps. Every step is a single step. The journey begins with a single step, but it also continues with a single step at a time. And if it ever reaches a point where we're too tired, we sit down. That's it. That's the thing for the garden. That's the thing for everything. And the courage is just keeping going. The courage is not lying down in bed, not sitting all day watching TV, not saying I can't, 
The courage is looking at everything, looking at everything and feeling everything as it comes up and doing it anyway, getting on with it anyway, doing the good work, moving towards a better world, speaking the truth, prodding folk awake, um, correcting things that are wrong, correcting our relationship with all things. So yeah, I was definitely feeling a, a lethargy and a frustration with being um, stuck between worlds as I, as I feel it and, and particularly not having my own bit of land. But this is as good as, as my own bit of land might be. It's not that I want to own. I don't want to just sit there with a certificate that I can flap in the air saying that this land belongs to me. I don't want a certificate or a fucking registered document. I want the relationship with the land. And I, I, I do want the relationship with a cleaner land, a land that's in the mountains and in the cleanest air and the freshest everything. But at the same time, I have the capacity to do that right here, right now. I have the capacity to clean a bit of land, clean it up, grow the soil in it, put my compost down there, put my blood into the trees and into the soil, put my sweat into it, put my labour into it and make it beautiful and perfect and clean. I have the power to do that, the power to clean it and beautify it and bring spirit into it and joy and make it a place where folk can meet and rest and talk and be immersed in in pleasureful aesthetic perfection I can do that and that will be a step towards where I'm going next um, yeah courage courage to you blessings to you and joy and do come and join uh, come and join me on patreon if you would love to come and join our painting sessions if you would love to and join my living in gift course transmission if you would love to all the links are on my website all the all the welcome is is warm and waiting for you um, we're a beautiful group of folk who are painting every Wednesday at two times. Let me know if there's another time that we can fit in that would work for your um, schedule or a different day. Um, but we have two sessions at 11am and 4pm on a Wednesday every week. Um, you'd be so welcome. Um, do support my work if you would love to too. I have a gifting page and I do living gift. Um, I send you love and blessings. and. All merit gained, radiating out. Ciao.